All right. Welcome, everyone, to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four stand roofie nerds for all of you stand roofie nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about this episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, just like we talk about every episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, Diamond is Unbreakable, episode 19, Yukako Dreams of Cinderella. Yeah, JoJo Watch Along podcast, we're teaching everyone, and to make bad jokes about it, which is what some of these episodes deserve. <laughs> it's episode 20. Oh, wait, I thought we're 19. What are no, we? this is 20. Oh, I can't count. Whatever. Episode 20. Yukako, the the one word Yukako <laughs> and Koichi get together. And we have a lot of thoughts on the subject. Right, it's mostly boo. <laughs> That's my one defining thought. <laughs> so I'm getting the feeling none of you like this episode. Look, you I like I I liked the episode and I hated everything it stood for. <laughs> yes, there I, we go. You know what? I'm going to go on record as kind of liking this episode. I I kind of like the episode, and I kind of hate that Koichi gets together with his rapist slash potential, like, murder. No, no, like, no, the, 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 no, no, hold on. There is no there's rape no, involved. No, there's sorry, no stand stalker it was just extre- It was just extreme emotional abuse. Okay. Uh, that uh, makes oh, it better. <laughs> Perfect. One now leaves no marks. Get- you're right. <laughs> One stays with you. <laughs> it's a sack of oranges, not a sack of rocks. That makes it better. No one can tell. Oh, so, we problematic I, now, Grant? Yes, thank you. We, we are, this is incredibly problematic. <laughs> Just like edit out everything I'm saying. Edit <laughs> no, out no, this no. whole episode. I, viewers, <laughs> listeners. Dear friends, know that there are a lot of problems with this episode. We're not going to give this the gravity it deserves because this is a dumb JoJo podcast. But please don't fall in love with your abusers. It's okay. Get help. Yukako's bad. This is a bad OTP. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to take it on its face because this is fucking JoJo's yeah, bizarre d- adventure. Don't, don't take this as support of this sort of thing. <laughs> See last episode where we talked a lot about child abuse when it was really just Shigechi abuse we were advocating for. <laughs> no, I was actually advocating for that one. No! Um, so no, you I cut that a... one out too. Nope, that's <laughs> here we are. A grand on your grave from the son. podcast. Exhibit A. I can't believe this this episode is gonna be fifteen minutes long. <laughs> Alright, so a couple of episodes back I had an epiphany where I think I got an ep- explanation for this. So like I I think and I'm gonna this is gonna cut a bit ahead. I have two thoughts about this. First is that I think Cinderella only alters someone's appearance and that her user's just a lunatic. I don't think there are dumb stand rules for Cinderella. I think her stand power is to change someone's appearance. A. I think you're probably right. And B, I struggled for a while to figure out why Koichi would accept this. Our good, sweet, strong boy. Especially how things ended last time with Yukako. And unfortunately, I think the answer I've settled on is that Rohan's been friendshipping. No! No! No, that's cursed! Can we just, like, stand dementia? I I think Rohan is like, man, you know it would be a good twist for Pink Dark Boy. And... No! (laughs) 
that's where I'm at right now. No! <laughs> I, no. I, no. I think nothing is sacred to Rohan, and he, this is why he's been hanging out with Koichi. No, I don't like it. Please he don't. Just, you can see him. He's just been showing up with Koichi randomly these last few episodes in order to make sure his fucking programming is holding. No! no. <laughs> do, do you think he's been doing it this whole time? Like, before he knew who Koichi was? He's just no, like, I it, want this crazy girl <laughs> to just fall deeply in love with this tiny person. I think it definitely happened after he met Koichi. But I definitely think he has, like, written in Koichi. And then Koichi falls in love with Yukako. Ugh. No, I don't like this. It I, makes too much sense, and I hate it. I I hate it, but it's like I think this squares the circle on these episodes Look, in a way that is somehow worse than the the actual text. Tim, Tim the Tim, way Tim. I write it. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? I was gonna say to go back to Tim's question about whether Rohan was doing this before Koichi. Like, could you imagine him trying to use Heaven's Door on Yukako? It would just oh, fall yeah. off of her, and she would go, I don't hear a thing. And he would hold up the manga page, and she'd be like, I don't see anything. I only have eyes for Koichi. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Look, I read this as our our, our dear sweet uh, Koichi having an awakening after his encounter with Yukako and realizing he's just kind of into it. Just kind of into this whole masochism thing. He's gone through puberty and now he likes boobs. <sighs> he just likes a strong woman imposing her will upon him. I mean, who doesn't? But You sure it's not a stand power? You, Maybe a stand power is involved here. Boundaries are important, Koichi. <laughs> you can have a strong woman who steps all over you and have a normal relationship. Like, get yourself a girl who'll do both. He doesn't realize he can have both yet. And you're right, he is like 12. Or, uh, sorry, how old is Koichi? He's 15. <laughs> Two. <laughs> is he the same age as Yukako? Because they look at least 10 years apart. He's actually a 600-year-old <laughs> dragon. <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> well, oh no, we've gone the wrong direction. <laughs> no. Yukako, <laughs> run! <laughs> Oh, no, I hate it, but yeah. <laughs> Let's get into this before I start and vomit uncontrollably. No, that's just going to happen when we get into this. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is still be better quickly. <sighs> All right, my first note is, oh, no, poor Stalker-chan is sad. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's the name of the podcast. <laughs> I think it's funny Nailed that, it. like... The show's trying to have like a like a turnaround for this character, like kind of a redemption in a sense. Like she's no longer kidnapping people, but in the past few episodes, she's still been stalking Koichi. Oh, she is clearly just as bad as she's ever been. She's still a lunatic. Still has tremendous anger issues. Doesn't I... communicate. Doesn't listen. Like that's called proper she... characterization. We can't just have her flip completely. It wouldn't even be the same character, Joey. She doesn't flip at all. <laughs> These are the reasons he should not be with her. She's got to retain some She's of those so defining beautiful. character traits. We've only had so much time with her. 
It's the defining character traits make her a bad person. <laughs> Look, she's just a woman who knows what she likes. Uh, spending three hundred dollars to color her hair back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh hey, right, did her hair turn white? She looks way better with the white hair too. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I actually really like gray and white hair. Hmm. I like the look. That's fair. Mm. That's fine. I know. Yeah. I know who you were into last season. It's not fine. Wait, <laughs> <what we're referring? laughs> In Yama. Look, pink, pink-haired pull, pull the, the ref. Cannon pull yeah. the ref. <laughs> God, we're <sighs> not even into this episode. We haven't even started yet, guys. It's because again, we don't want to talk about this episode, Grant. <laughs> Um. Oh God. What's the next note here? Then. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Ko- uh, Yukaka runs into Koichi, chilling with the bros at the restaurant, and they're talking about how the Angelo Stone is becoming a tourist attraction. Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Which has got to be conflicting <laughs> for everyone involved. Like not Okiyasu. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okiyasu probably doesn't care, but like, <laughs> so, I, I guess it's on brand for Morio. Come see the, and famous uninvestigated Morio, the Angelo Stone, refused Japan's greatest, like most <laughs> prolific serial killer, with a rock and made him a landmark. Everyone loves it. Sure, like, it's everybody goes to see it. It's fine. I. <laughs> it's it's a romantic spot. It's a, it's a date spot. It's Why? Like if you, it's like What's... if you made the Manson family's grave a tourist attraction. Like, <laughs> look, come I'm see all for... historic <laughs> Jonestown. I'm all, I'm all for oh, turning God. Charles Manson into a giant potato head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That makes me very uncomfortable. I'd I'm fu- just struggling. I'd, I'd fuck on top of that rock, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm struggling to find what's erotic about the Angelo Stone. Uh, you could put your dick in it. <laughs> oh god they don't oh god. they don't ever show you the it from behind people definitely fuck the angelo stone <laughs> oh it's, my god. it's got some it's got some thick cheeks oh, oh. there's a crevice in there no. it cries a lot no. oh my god oh, no. oh god. No. stop nutting over there too, grant that was too far uh, what the the crying is what put it over yeah I wanted to be into it. <laughs> I, I, so this uh, this episode actually starts off pretty differently in the uh, in the manga. It starts off with uh, Josuke and uh, Joseph walking around, and they come upon Yukako dining by herself at that cafe, and <laughs> Josuke is like, "You better not fuck with Koichi." Better not. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks up to her. I do love how much like they got it. Bros like helping bros this episode. They got Koichi's back and still respect him. Like they're like, this is a bad idea, but and we'll make sure she pays if you make the bad call here. But like, I guess we'll support you in your decision, Koichi. <laughs> And the I, other I just, thing is, Joseph tries to, like, hey, they look cute together. They're a good couple. And it's just oh like, no. Joseph. God, old people. Why are you... all old people like this? Old <laughs> <laughs> people. Is uh, she your girlfriend? girlfriend. 
Why, what are you doing here? Why does anyone think this... Like, this is one of many parent things that I'm just... Like, I see all the time people being on the internet. It's like, why do parents do this? Like, this is objectively bad. Why Why do all parents do this? I really don't know. Uh, so we can have a shared common trauma. I, <laughs> <laughs> <as a> people. <laughs> like, why is this just a thing that happened for, like, ten years? Where are we in the episode? <laughs> I don't care. We're at the beginning. (laughs) We have not progressed. We have not made it a minute in. Yukako walks past this new beauty salon, Cinderella. And I I need to call out that, okay, it's Ayasuji is uh, Cinderella's stand user. And I don't know how I feel about her. Like, she just does all these cold reading and, like, parlor tricks to lure people in. But then she's actually magic. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> she has a plan to run out and be like oh this changed my life thanks and cinderella you're the best and then leaves and yukaka's like okay i'll try this out like why why have the plant but then like she goes like yukaka walks in and like aya does all these cold reading tricks on her and I'm mm-hmm. like, again you can just do the thing why that <laughs> you don't need to, to fleece anybody you actually do the thing <laughs> it's like having a telepath cold reading is someone i can hear the voice of the dead and like they can actually talk with dead people <laughs> they're still doing the thing like what, 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 they what, what are you doing here they wouldn't <laughs> believe you if you didn't put up the facade beforehand it's called showmanship Joey. exactly <laughs> sure 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 all right cinderella's user is super fucking cute and i love her oh i love her. i like her she oh. she's she makes a point of saying i may speak like i have low blood pressure like and does all these who's at the end of like sentences and stuff and then later in the episode they just fucking drop that <laughs> Uh, she still does it pretty consistently, <laughs> like a One Piece villain or something. God, oh, sorry. The plot also makes a cameo in the scene. Oh, yeah. Kira just <laughs> across the way with his bag of lunch. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Bag of lunch. <laughs> yep. I fucking, I had to read the whole, like, f- next episode before reading this episode in the manga for some <laughs> reason. They just put it out of order, and I don't know why. Uh, I think this works better if we have more lead time personally maybe maybe they were saving kira for sweeps week i don't know if that's <laughs> a thing in japan but <laughs> is it a thing in america still i don't I know feel like Swe- <laughs> you know what i have a strong feeling that sweeps week is still a thing even in the age of netflix because that's how <laughs> i don't even know that's it. how bad tv is yeah what the fuck is sweeps oh, you week? don't know what oh. sweeps week is okay so sweeps what? week is a concept in american television where for one week in a season that's the week they use to determine ad revenue for the rest of the season that's the one week they pull ratings from to determine how much they get to charge for ads for the rest of the fucking season so if you're looking for it every season of every tv show has an obvious sweeps week episode where they've got like a prominent guest star or like a oh like an exotic setting something like you know the gang goes to hawaii or something like that yeah with with james bond like (laughs) This is when you pull in the celebrities. They pull out all the stops. Yeah, and this happened until like the nineties. <laughs> this doesn't seem like a good way to do. No, it. no it's, it's terrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like shows would blow half their budget for the season on these episodes. 
And it's the same week for everybody, for every show. So you'll just have this one week where every TV network is advertising their big episode for their show for every one of their shows. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Now I have to watch every single piece of media differently now. Thanks, guys. It explains a lot about older TV, if you didn't know this, and newer tv like i i I would not be surprised if squeeze week were still a thing because television's bad television's always been bad yep (laughs) you know it's good Um, jojo jojo yeah (laughs) so yeah ayatsuji um everything about her tells me something probably pretty upsetting is going on that we don't get in this episode like she's clearly grooming yukako for something yeah in a way oh. that i am pretty uncomfortable with <laughs> i'm like yeah yukako definitely feels like she's getting some special treatment and, and not in a good way <laughs> in oh. a like predatory way <laughs> like let's not forget that yukako is also a minor <sighs> i know she doesn't look like it's standing next to koichi but <laughs> <laughs> i am very worried where she gets all the faces from later on. <laughs> yeah, like there is a dark history to Ayatsuji here. Is is she the Derby sister? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. The episode is not does not care about this. Araki doesn't care about it. Uh, we should just be uh, thankful we so, had two female characters in one episode. I guess question yeah, mark. Yeah, yeah but they were talking. They right? were talking. Ab- they were talking about boys, so it doesn't really count. Oh no, yeah, it doesn't right. pass the Bechdel test. God. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, th- this lady ushers yukako into her store and just kind of like gives her the sales pitch uh hands her a menu and like there's things on the menu like a beauty to impress a celebrity <laughs> and all this other bullshit uh i don't know i this is weird look, i, I, mean, I want to trap a, a millionaire yeah. <laughs> I want to be a gold digger. Can you give me the face of a gold digger? Like that's what Come on. If I Wait, had you the can, goods, that's what I'd do. Y- yeah, you could buy that? Sign, <laughs> sign me up. Sign it's me a, up. It's an investment. <laughs> if I could if I could sell gamer guy ba- bathwater, I fucking would. <laughs> oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> so the problem is that's not rare, Tim. I know. Actually, it <laughs> are, is. Are you like some gamers? <laughs> <laughs> gamers don't bathe. That's why it's so rare and valuable. <laughs> Not everything that's rare is valuable, I guess, thankfully. <laughs> that's... Okay. Uh, next time someone criticizes you for not bathing, you're just trying to drive up the price of your bathwater. No. <laughs> no. no. It's well aged. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone with casks of gamer girl bathwater aging to perfection in their face. <laughs> it's my bourbon barrel aged gamer girl Look, craft breweries. You don't need the bourbon barrel age everything. Come on. Yes, they do. Uh, God, there's got to be a craft beer someone made called Gamer Girl Bathwater, right? That's the name of a craft beer that a small brewery made. I hope so. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, that's, that's my what, craft what would, what would they make? What would they make that out of? Um, Probably Gamer not Girl Gamer Bathwater. Girl Bathwater. 
It's distilled. What does it taste like? I mean, it's filtered. Hey, it's probably an IPA. <laughs> well, obviously it's an IPA. <laughs> there you go. Tastes like tears. So just bitter. There you go. Salty. Hops. Salty. Lavender. <laughs> salt, salty. It's very salty. <laughs> Why is there salt in my beer? <laughs> it's what you deserve. Look, Joey and I's favorite beer will always be salted pretzel shock top. I- the bitches. I don't understand why, like a beer that a I could a grocery store brewery actually made a beer I really liked, <sighs> and then they dis- and you'll never find they it. They discontinued again. it because they anymore. fucking hate me. Yep, there. All right, so uh, Aya talks about how you get the perfect face and you fall in love, and it's something about like someone with. Literal superpowers believing in something like phrenology really upsets me. Like, <laughs> the shape of your head means that you're a bad person. And, like, if someone with superpowers said that to you, it's, like, I, that makes me more uncomfortable than if they just wanted to kill me. Because now it seems to imply that they want to fix me using extremely faulty logic. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, I just had the, like, image in my head of, like, Superman plowing through my door and then going, your head shape isn't right, and then fixing it with his hand. Oh. Th- that's exactly <laughs> what this comes to my head. Like, something about... I just, uh, <laughs> I just figured he'd use his laser eye. No! To just, like, this sounds... <laughs> the laser, the, the CNC into play. This All sounds poison. like the premise for a Batman villain. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah... All, all, all spots you are know, soft spots for Superman. Oh no! Well, I mostly watched this myself. Oh, no. I didn't really think too hard about. It. I just turned my brain off. And yeah, <laughs> didn't really bother right. me. That's a better way to watch JoJo because here. But you know when I when I applied any sort of scrutiny to this, now now I'm starting to understand why it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very uncomfortable episode. You're right. Just turn. Your- I want to go back to my my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> was bliss- we're gonna blissful. We're gonna drag here. you down to our level. Right, well, oh my god. Uh, so okay she yukako takes the treatment she gets a new face uh and runs into koichi and koichi's like oh yukako i've been looking for you You look so sad and she's like it's working it's working (laughs) koichi koichi why don't we go get why don't we go over to cafe or something he's like yeah i'm a little thirsty and I'm like, that, that's really a fucking line here. Yeah, you're right. You're, Koichi must be fucking thirsty. <laughs> Coming back to oh Yukako here. Oh, oh my god. Joey. What? You fucking poisoned everything. <laughs> that, that is in the text. I didn't make that up. Koichi says, yeah, I'm feeling a little thirsty to Yukako no, when she asks him on I a just, date. <laughs> I just thought about Rohan friendshipping no! again and how much sense it makes. I, that, that's what happens here because, like, I don't think Cinderella does anything to alter her love luck. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a thing either. I think it's just bullshit. Clearly none of the other rules. Like, she says later, like, Oh, these are. I like to be a fairy godmother. She just breaks her own rules later because they're just Aya's rules. They're not Cinderella's rules. Her stand <laughs> just makes you look like something else. I, I would believe that the stand power includes, like, affecting the perception of those around you. But. It doesn't. It... See, I just was ready to believe that Koichi was just into it. 
Really? You think he's into the girl that kidnapped him and had like an electric chair? So yeah, he 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 had an awakening. He had to eat dictionary asparagus. Look, in the right situation, you know, if he had a safe word, he would be he would be into absolutely. This. He's willing to give her a yeah, safe word. All be into it. Neither right of them situation. is ever going to come to the concept of a safe word. That that's there you go. Because Yukako clearly still has no concept of boundaries or other people. We prove this as like literally Aya calls her out later. You really don't listen to anything anyone says, do you? Just make my face pretty. Like <laughs> But don't you see how cute they are together? No! I, I see how cute... They're eating parfaits together. They touch hands. I see how cute Aya and they're, Yukako are together. There's a lot of vibes going yeah, on there's there. There's stars and roses everywhere. I'm getting no chemistry between Koichi and Yukako. I, uh, that's I, because Koichi is a fucking, like, child. Yeah, it might actually just be <laughs> who, doesn't, who doesn't know how to process emotions. I mean, th- he's new at this. It's understandable. He's and a teenager. The first girl that's paying him any attention, he's just like, well, I guess I better just marry her. Yeah. <laughs> it worked for you me. You could do better. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Victor. You cannot do better. <laughs> You're right. I don't know why I'm defending you, Kaki. <laughs> Neither do we, Grant, but... <laughs> It's not like she's a genie. (laughs) There are no fairy godmothers either, Grant. (laughs) So this episode does something I actually really love in the the anime, where they do these like stained glass things a lot. You get a couple of good ones with Aya and a couple of good ones with Yukako. I don't know where they came from. They don't match most other animation styles on this, but they're gorgeous. It's I have it's to, to be fairy tale esque. It's Cinderella, Joey. No, mm. I I know, and I'm just it's good. It's really good. I have them as desktop backgrounds. They're, they're gorgeous. They they do yeah. look really good. It, 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 they're really good. It, speaking of Cinderella, uh, Cinderella um. Evidently, this power that uh, was put on Yukako only lasts for 30 minutes. <gasps> and when her time is up, you, uh, um, Koichi realizes that he, he has to go in <sighs> urgent way. This, this hurt me. Like, oh, Koichi, yeah. you poor boy. Just, that's the time that IBS with the cute, great date with a cute girl. <laughs> and then... Uh, a non-optional thing happens that is upsetting. You're too young for this, my dude. Oh, get, you poor boy. I get it. Nervousness. <sighs> no, it's all that lactose that you just ingested. Probably. Oh, oh God, we are you're right. Oh, this is literally six minutes in. How, how long are we into recording? I keep telling you. Oh, my God. It's okay. Nothing happens the back half of this episode. We'll just wait off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's not even do an interstitial. Let's wrap it up right he, here. <laughs> he runs off, and Yukako gets very angry, as she does. As she does. I, I, I love, love how she looks when she's uh, walking really angrily, and her hair is just writhing. It's good. Because really? I, I hate that. It, it's uh, I, it's really cool looking. I love it, and I love when she's walking across the street and be like, What the hell? The light's red, lady. She's like, It's the light's fault for turning red. For being the wrong color. It's like, Oh, yeah, she's learned her lesson. She's a different person now. Yeah. <laughs> she's worthy of Koichi. There's, there's 
there's nothing redeemed about no. her. <laughs> that's kind of, I think that's kind of why this episode works for me is because, like, they're trying to set her up for, like, a turnaround, but there's just no work for it. See, it doesn't come off as that. It comes off as a Rocky changing his mind that, you know what, maybe Yukako wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> they did look cute together. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> Do not take relationship advice from Hirohiko Araki. <laughs> Mom. I don't take any advice Mommy, from him. Mommy Yukako, Daddy Koichi, do you remember when you first met? Oh, yes, I can remember it like it was yesterday. See, your mom kidnapped me, and she broke... I pissed my she pants. She broke into room at night. She, I pissed my pants. It was very... She fed me a dictionary. It was so romantic. She had her own uh, do-it-yourself electric I, chair set up for me. I had never been more turned on in my life. <laughs> we met. We met in a bar. Don't look into it. <laughs> uh, it reminds me. Like, <laughs> how do you think that one goes? Because you know how is that theory that all long-term couples have their own like very choreographed song and dance about the first time they met and everything like that. That how I met your mother episode. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How do how does Koichi and Yukako sound as they you know finish each other's sentences? <laughs> oh yeah, you know your mom uh, really really wanted me to finish my English test with a passing grade, so uh, oh, I was willing to do anything. <laughs> and you then know I... Yukako doesn't let him talk. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. And then I created an echo chamber that said, "I hate you" over and over again. And she was just like, "I don't hear anything." It was so amazing. That's how I knew she was the one. Can you imagine Josuke's best man speech at his wedding? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Yakako and Koichi met, I, I knew that one way or another. Yukako was going to have Koichi. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what any of us... You know, and when you, you know, just meet just, someone and you know... They, they were... They went off and, you know, I just couldn't find them for two days. <laughs> <laughs> they were shacked up in a house with no parents around. <laughs> Isn't that right, Koichi? I'm just like imagining the scene. He's standing up there, uh, Okiyasu shoving food into his face, like next to him. Ko- Oi, Josuke, this steak is delicious. Koichi's, you know, looking nervous in the back <laughs> as Yukako's staring daggers at Josuke for taking up any time at her wedding. <laughs> oh. Oh, I hate this episode. <laughs> we are six minutes into this episode. Yeah, but the episode... We've been recording for like over half an hour. This episode is taking us to so many strange and wonderful places. <laughs> we jumped around on this episode a lot. We've discussed a lot of the things that we wanted to from the back half of this episode already. <laughs> you know but... what? You're right, Victor. So let's just cut to the interstitial, right? No. Uh, there's still plenty <laughs> of the front half of this episode we need to talk Cinderella about. is a musical <laughs> reference, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, Isn't it? In, you know, right bibbity bobbity boo and all that. I don't. I don't think that was the one.
Here we are again with JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, and I am here to tell you, you don't know what you got till you have to cover a lesser version of it. This week, we're covering the late 80s glam metal band Cinderella, and do you remember when I called Rat a discount Motley Crew? Cinderella is like a discount rat. Well, maybe that's unfair. I don't think Cinderella sounds that much like Rat or Motley Crew, but there is clearly a step down here. The band Cinderella was originally formed in Philadelphia behind lead singer and primary songwriter Tom Kiefer. Legend has it that the band was originally discovered by Gene Simmons of KISS, but he couldn't get the record company to sign them. Then later, Cinderella was discovered by John Bon Jovi, who did get a company to sign them, and they released their debut album Night Songs in 1986. The record hit number three on the Billboard 200 and eventually sold over three million copies in the U.S., supported by the top 20 hit Nobody's Fool and heavy rotation on MTV because Tom Kiefer was an extremely pretty man. The band toured extensively in support of the album because what would be the point of a glam metal band without arena shows, and they opened for acts like David Lee Roth and Bon Jovi. Their second album, Long Cold Winter, came out in 1988, and though it only went to number 10, it has also been certified triple platinum and produced another top 20 hit with Don't Know What You Got, parentheses, Till It's Gone, and parentheses. The album's supporting tour was massive, lasting over a year and including over 250 show dates. The third album, 1990's Heartbreak Station, didn't fare as well as the first two, only selling 1 million copies and reaching number 19. The lead single, Shelter Me, barely cracked the top 40. Hair metal was beginning its death spiral around that time, and the icing on the cake is that Tom Kiefer would completely lose his voice in 1991, requiring multiple surgeries to recover. The band's fourth album, Still Climbing, wasn't released until 1995, but it was past midnight for Cinderella and the album peaked at number 178. The record label dropped the band, and they went on hiatus. The hiatus only lasted a year, as the band got back together in 1996. A Greatest Hits compilation was followed by more touring, and more touring, and more touring, but Cinderella has produced no new studio material since 95. And they also haven't played any shows since 2017 when the band went back on hiatus due to unresolved personal issues, according to Kiefer, and they have no plans to reunite. You know, I didn't find any conclusive story as to why they named themselves Cinderella, but I assume it was just for the irony of being an all-male hair metal band with a Disney princess name. And we could have easily done a Tales of Uninvestigated Morio about the fairy tale Cinderella instead, so here's a brief history. The story of Cinderella is well known the world over, with perhaps thousands of variants going back literal thousands of years. The Greek story of Rhodopis, 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 I, I don't know, where a Greek slave girl marries the king of Egypt is generally considered to be the earliest known version of the Cinderella story from somewhere between 7 BC and 23 AD. A Chinese version can be found as early as the year 860, and the first European version appears to be from Italy in 1634. The version most people know was from a French publication in 1697, and it even shows up in Grimm's fairy tales. Of course, the definitive version in the modern era is Disney's 1950 animated classic. It produced multiple enduring classic songs, including A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes, The Work Song, and Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. The immense success of the film saved Disney, which was on the verge of bankruptcy following the commercial failures of Bambi, Pinocchio, and Fantasia. 
The film's legacy has been solidified further by being inducted into the Library of Congress and having life-size replicas of Cinderella's castle at Disney World's Magic Kingdom and at Tokyo Disneyland. I'm not really willing to put a Disney song in a raunchy-ass podcast, so we'll just go out on Cinderella the Band instead. Victor, let's finish this episode off before we turn into a pumpkin or something. Yeah, I'll take I it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> How do you not know what that means? What? <laughs> what? Oh, Cinder. I, I was like, it's the band. I don't know. I don't know any of the band lyrics. Like, it was a bad joke, but th- now we need to like zoom in on this. Take, take the heat off of me for that. <laughs> Should I, was... I made a crystal slipper reference? Or I guess like, I don't know, man. Why the fuck were they named Cinderella? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you listen to the interstitial, Tim? <laughs> no, it hasn't Shh, been recorded You're partying to come out at too much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. All right, so anyway, we'll move Yukako's... on to seven of the episode. <laughs> Yukako's storming back into Cinderella Salon here. Yeah. And uh, she's very angry. Still, yeah. still mad as shit. That's her, I, no, that, that's her normal mm-hmm. like way that she lives her life. Yeah, Aya apparently is very turned on by this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets real handsy <laughs> in a way. Again, kind of upsetting. There is a dark thing about Aya grooming young women for something here. Like Grant she has is, a good question. She gets real God. close to Yukaka's face and like, or that was last time even. But she's like touching her hands and then you know pulling her in close. You know, drawing a line from her chin down to... And pulls down her shirt. And then gropes her. Gropes her. Did, actually happens. Yep. <laughs> Don't like this. It, and Yukako's clearly made uncomfortable by this because she swats her hands away. Like, well, Yukako does not change her demeanor or facial expression <laughs> at all. I can't tell if she's actually upset by this or if that was... Yo, come on. I'm here for my face, not for you to... Like, it's very weird how angry and disaffected Yukako is, but also somehow in character that, like, this doesn't even register on her... Because she has no concept of personal boundaries, why would she understand other people (laughs) violating hers? You know? (laughs) Because they're not Koichi. I mean, she did kind of slap her hand away when uh, she was getting outright groped. It didn't feel like that happened because she was getting groped, but more that Yukaka was frustrated that she hadn't had her facelift done yet. (laughs) I I like this scene where she she quotes a price at her for a full day transformation of $720 for 24 hours. It's kind of a lot. And Yukaka's like, all right, let's do this. 
Yeah, but you, in this in the scene where Yukako says, "Okay, whatever," you, on the wall behind her, there's a facial aesthetics award, first prize awarded to Ayatsuji, and also award certificate presented to Ayatsuji for aesthetics competition. And I'm like, what is an aesthetics competition? What could these possibly be for? <laughs> these seem like the diplomas you print out to put on your wall to make yourself seem more credible. Uh, they're, they're best entirely in English person. <laughs> number one podcaster award it's right on my wall <laughs> <laughs> maybe it literally is decoration english like it, using english just makes you seem more ritzy in japan so <laughs> decoration english yeah that's the actual term they use huh that's why you get so many weird japanese products with nonsense english phrases on them because nobody actually bothered checking what they mean they don't care what it means Campus water. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, anyway, so then Yukako uh, gets ready for her treatment, and she gets into this pose. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what she's doing on that table in that towel, but uh, that is not how a human body normally gets on a table. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is one-to-one from the manga. Thank you, Tim. (laughs) That is remarkable. Oh, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Aya looks way better in the anime than she does in the manga. What what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, She's super smoking in the anime. (laughs) So, what about whatever procedure she'd agreed to requires her to be naked and laying like this? Uh, Uh, None of it. Again, this is all Aya. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah like that know, towel is makeover. scandalously short, and it, mm, it I don't come... agree to the sexualization of minors like this. Uh, <laughs> you can see Yukako's full ass. Yeah, it's just hanging out. And I'm see, like, mm. I thought this was like a nightgown romper. I thought those were actually like pants. I, d- I didn't read this as a towel, but as like a like a one piece bathing suit, whatever you call that form did, of. Did Did you want a thing of her saying good girl all right i'll give it my best god in the her sweating and looking at Yukako and the, god there is some very uncomfortable things happening here with i and this minor don't stand you can you can, re, you can read it left to right so- right to left it works either way no see it doesn't work because when i'm saying uncomfortable i'm like bad rapey vibes just all around is this this episode's strength or this season's strength, rather. Um, no. Yeah, it's what makes this season amazing. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't I, know. I, God, if we, <sighs> if we for some reason lose our minds and do a fuck Mary kill for this episode full of teenagers, Aya's got to go up against strength, right? <laughs> Aya, <laughs> Wu Tang, or forever, Wu-tang, forever, Wu Tang, <laughs> the Sorry. whole of the Wu Tang clan. <laughs> Aya, forever, and I guess Alessi. <laughs> it's just it's so uncomfortable watching Aya get so so intimate with Yukako god it's just it's just weird it reads as weird okay so magic lipstick put it on every 30 minutes or you'll turn into a pumpkin or you'll die you will die she does not explain the consequences, which, you know, is really kind of on Aya here. Yukako's like, yeah, I forgot later. But of course you forgot because she didn't explain that if you don't put these on, your face and fingers will dissolve. Like, 
I, uh, I feel like I would probably remember once, if you told gonna, me that. Are we going to talk about the fact that her transformation is just like a, a slight change to the eyebrow line and then like Shoujo sparkles and that's it? No, she goes full cars here. She becomes the perfect life for her. <laughs> oh, no. Did you not see this? She is rule 63 cars. No. <laughs> like, let me find this image for you because she turns around. She's like, yes, Koichi. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's just fucking cars here. Fuck off. I mean, no, we're overlooking like, the fact that um, she has to close her eyes while this procedure happens. And, of course, she opens them, realizes it's a stand. And uses her hair to uh, subdue her attacker. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I, not attacker, because she's literally paying for a service and is going to receive the service. So, I don't, she, I don't I, know. Can I just she say... comes to that conclusion. I fucking love Cinderella. It is a good stand. Like, it's a good-looking stand. I don't like the way Cinderella looks. I think it looks pretty cool. It's a little weird that it has the uh, ball body thing. That's uh, that's like the main thing that I like about it, actually. It's a little weird that it has torpedo tits, but you know. <laughs> I mean, what you don't like that? It's the best. They look like they can like fold open and like something shoot out of them or something. <laughs> it it looks like somebody anthropomorphized a hand mixer. Yeah, <laughs> like an immersion blender. I. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fuck an immersion blender. No, I don't. <laughs> How about that? He's it's more like of a food I processor guy. <laughs> God, so yeah, she turns Yukako into perfect cars. <laughs> yeah, actually. Rule 63 and, perfect cars. Uh, like, look at them side by side. She's fucking perfect cars now. She is gorgeous. Like, the sparkles, the hair. It's good. And, of course, Koichi falls for her like anyone would. And then, She does but, look really good, and she always has. But, like... This is not good for Koichi specifically. <laughs> God, I can't believe that fucking Rohan of all people almost saves the day here. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, Rohan swoops in with like the emergency cock block where he's like, "Koichi, leave that beautiful woman you're talking to behind. We have to go to the department store because I'll look creepy if I'm taking pictures of people there." <laughs> <laughs> That's a stated reason. <laughs> it is a stated How reason. How does Koichi fix that problem? <laughs> God, Rohan's the worst. <laughs> Look, it's just Rohan uh, realizing that uh, his uh, friendshipping has worked too well, and he wants yeah. to the the pad out the the romance a little longer. Um, He's like, I meant for, I, the, for this to be a slow burn. Let's push apart apart a little bit more. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh what no! It's like I've already written the next three chapters. This isn't supposed to happen for a while. They were on the fast check. The fucking I gotta I gotta step in. There it's needs to be at least a, a few more. There's gotta be a few more chapters of of build up before that happens. There, it, it can't just be a yes they will. It has to be a will they won't they. <laughs> I'm really surprised, like, he didn't, like, fall out of a tree to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just happened to be in this tree. You didn't see him running out from an alley. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, he's he's writing a tasteful romance do- uh, a, a manga, not a trashy doujin. 
I, maybe he was just around gathering everybody who knows Koichi so that he could just really make sure the cock block is impenetrable. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everyone Koichi knows walk, turns like, oh, Koichi, you're also going to the store with Rohan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. There's just a, a gr- <laughs> just keep adding to the conga line of people <laughs> joining <laughs> Koichi. <laughs> Uh, Yukako calls and she's like, your thing isn't working. He's like, and I was like, well, did y'all, did you do something to him in the past? Because you should be pretty fucking smoking hot at this point. And you must have done something pretty terrible for him to not already be fucking you. Yeah, you must have really fucked up at some point. (laughs) My favorite, my my favorite part is like, all right, it's, it's 445 now. Did you, did you do the lipstick? Because you need to do the lipstick now. And she's like, fine, mom, I'm already doing it. It's every 30 minutes, like you said. God, I don't want to do anything for every 30 minutes. Yeah. Even if it would save my life, I would forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At a heartbeat. So we have a... Just a stupid confluence of events in the department store now. I love this. Who is letting Joseph carry this baby? <laughs> Why? Jo- Joseph. It should be illegal. That's Why his- hasn't this baby been shipped off to the Speedwagon Foundation yet? No, Joseph's that's like, a, that- this is my child now. Yeah, that's his daughter <laughs> now. It's fine. Is this how he wants to make up with Susie Q? Bring her a oh, baby? Susie Q. Oh, no. Don't have a baby Damn. to save your marriage. Oh, and, and this is going to work. <laughs> he stole a baby to save his marriage. Susie Q will literally kill him. <laughs> this is a slam dunk. I'm telling y'all. This would work on Susie Q. You think? I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay, and maybe sorry. if he brought her a turtle. God, the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, to add to my dumb Marvel crossover fanfiction lore. So why wouldn't Caesar, like, Joseph have been told about Caesar being alive all this time, being done by the Speedwagon Foundation? That's an obvious plot hole, but I had it recently, and I don't want to forget. That's why this is happening right now in this dumb episode. Uh, Speedwagon Foundation did call to tell him that Caesar was still alive, but they got Susie Q on the line. <gasps> And she never oh. told Joseph. Oh, no! no. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That's what happened. I always assumed that the, that the Speedwagon Foundation kept it from him because they were trying to per- perfect a, a human that can defeat stands so they can get rid of stand users. All of them. See, I had that thought first, but then I'm like, no, you know what? They definitely tried to call him. Definitely got Susie Q. And she's like, all right, I'll tell him. And then never does. Yep. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's the scene later you do this whole time did i know <laughs> no there's the there's the joke they got rosas and rosas is really just wants to tell joseph but he can't <laughs> he can't oh god i've already gone two decades without telling him i can't tell him now <laughs> god damn it rosas <laughs> So yeah, an emergency is created out of absolutely nothing as they run out of the store, bumping Koichi into Yukako's arms in a way that, like, as it zooms out, she is holding Koichi two feet off the ground for the skin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, but real I, talk. This is a really romantic kiss. I mean, yeah, with, it's, with paid, it's played really romantically. Half, it, like, like, it's still problematic. Yeah. Look, her heart, like, her hair makes a heart. I'm really like. That's cute. 
That's cute. It's fucking cute. Uh, no, I wish they're so cute that. together. I Why wish... shouldn't they be? <laughs> Thanks, Rohan. <laughs> scribble, 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 scribble. If this episode were a nightmare, it would be pretty cute. <laughs> I like that this kiss is framed with Rohan in the background with his back turn. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was it. Rohan just knew that the scene had to... He wrote it so it had to happen in the convenience <laughs> store. That's the issue. <laughs> there it is. He has a comma use sponsorship that he had to honor. <laughs> so Koichi tells his bros this, which almost kills Josuke. <laughs> I love the, how delayed this spit take is. <laughs> just rock the, forward, the way rock it reads backward. It. What the fuck? <laughs> The, the way it reads at first is just like Josuke slowly just ta- like falling out of the back of the window. We're like, I- I'm done with this world. Yeah, like, and I no, I don't know anything anymore. Because <laughs> he has the like, he's like, are you being blackmailed? What did she do to you? And Coach, he's like, no, I think I really like her. And he's like, I guess you shouldn't do this, but if that's your decision, buddy, I guess we'll support you. And if she breaks your heart, we'll break her face. You know, like good bros. It, it's I, basically him being like, I'm not gonna try to kink shame you. Honestly, he, he should have just punched him, punched him in the face with Crazy Diamond and fixed the stand roofie. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you fix someone's brain with crazy diamond? Yes. <laughs> if so, he's been holding out Nokiatsu. <laughs> well, no, Nokiatsu's own- brain. What is he still has, pristine. you can't fix. <laughs> just because only into himbos. It's fine. Okay, you're right. <laughs> but he he leans over and is like. Okiyasu, did you just hear that? And predictably, <laughs> Okiyasu is just crying in jealous rage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he does cry a lot. He does yeah. cry a lot. He He's lets his just in touch show. with his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a proper outlet. So, Yukako hasn't shown her face around school anymore because it dissolved away, and she's real creepy looking now, and so she waits two days to go start assaulting Aya in Cinderella. How did you wait you this think, long? You would think you would, like, you know, come back immediately. Or go see Josuke. <laughs> I f- could Josuke fix this? Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because... Aya's like, oh yeah, you didn't put the lipstick on, which means your face and fingerprints are gone forever. They have been erased from the world. You really buried the lead with that one. You really, yeah. like, didn't tell me the fine print. I, Some side effects may I, occur. She, she did run into Koichi before this, but didn't want to reveal that it was her. Because she's a monster now. You gave me she's always this, been a monster. this weird <laughs> magic lipstick... After you knew I could strangle you to death with my hair. Yeah, like... And that's, like, really fucking ballsy. You are playing games, lady. (laughs) (laughs) With someone who should not be trifled with. Or do you think I is also into it? Look, maybe the danger... She knew knew that this was going to ruin her and Koichi's relationship, so she wanted her all to herself. Yeah, that's... But, you know, she still has a heart because Koichi shows up and she's like, you know what? This is against my rules, but I'll give you one final chance. Because, again, these aren't the stand rules. This is just Aya. Yep. <laughs> like, if this were a stand rule, she couldn't do this. Like, so she's like, all right. If you can pick your face out of all of these faces, because I remember everyone I've ever done, 
you like you win the prize bingo you get your face back no problems <laughs> otherwise faces you'll be... i've stolen over the years <laughs> yeah so uh, this <sighs> scene again it would be so touching and so cute if, the, if this weren't a nightmare. <laughs> like if this wasn't a waking nightmare. If you if you were actually rooting for these two people to be together instead of rooting for Ko- Koichi, run seriously run. right now, run, never look back. <laughs> did I say at the beginning of this episode that I like this? Yeah, you several did, times. and you're wrong. You're very wrong. Uh, we all said we love the episode and hate the content. <laughs> That's not true. I hate this episode. No, this is, this is a good. This is a good episode. We have spent. Good this is going to be one of our longest episodes. I mean, there's so Look. much to unpack here. Like, they're, they're, we have to disclaim literally everything that happens in this episode. <laughs> I, I can't believe this is going to be. We here we. Yeah. let's go eat Italian food. That's our episode. Because that's one that we love through and through. Oh, God. So y'all. She has to pick her eyes out of a lineup. I yeah. don't think I can pick my eyes out of a lineup. Now, I don't think there's any body part of myself that I can pick out of a lineup. I could pick my eyes out of a lineup. I'm almost certain I could. I could probably pick my hands out of a lineup. What? You don't stare I, longingly into your own eyes in the mirror? I mean, I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the obvious one. Can you pick your dick out of a lineup? Oh, absolutely. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably. I, I spend a lot of time with it. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some good times. <laughs> <laughs> we had some good times, some bad times, but you know. We've seen each other through it all. <laughs> and it's time to let go. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Can I take can I pick a dick, bigger dick out of a lineup? <laughs> can I use yeah. But I, if you pick the wrong one, can I use <laughs> It'll fall off forever. No. Is is it just looking or can I use like touch? <laughs> you have to suck everyone up to find out. <laughs> I did not list taste as one of the criteria. It can't, it can't be I, tell it by just you gotta. Mouth you just gotta <laughs> close your eyes and start jacking every single one. No, that one's not. <laughs> Joey, only my mouth feel. <laughs> I, I'm not that flexible. I wouldn't be able to identify it. <sighs> anyway, what, what, the, the the joke <laughs> is that her face isn't here. Yeah, she's like, why? <laughs> Why isn't it here? Because again, this lady doesn't know when to stop. She's just fucking around. These are her rules. You're going to choke on hair, lady, in like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it would have been worth it. It's like, yeah, your face will be gone forever. It's like, yeah, and you will die. You will die if she fails this game. This is. But you remember every eye set. The ch- ah, it's not gone. Are we sure? The, the is- secret is she just has a fucking gun in her drawer. <laughs> this isn't even the first stand user she's killed in Morio. <laughs> Once again, this is the confidence. This is the confidence of a woman who is strapped the fuck up. Yeah. Packing has- heat. She has definitely killed before. <laughs> That's why there's only one female stand user. <laughs> Is it Highlander style where she either like, oh god, you think she got all these faces? I bet she wears their skin. 
Ugh, like that. that's not her normal skin. This oh. is definitely not what Aya looked like at the start. Couldn't she oh. just alter her own appearance with her stand? Definitely. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Maybe she's like Josuke and can't do that. No, I think she can. No, do this. she wouldn't have this much swagger if this she is, was like Josuke. She is definitely stealing other people's appearances. And <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, and then I was just like, no. I'm just going to let this go out. <laughs> so anyways, um, Yukako doesn't want this responsibility and she instead thrusts it upon Koichi, our sweet boy. All right. God. In order to pick out the eyes of a lineup, because if he picks the eyes, no matter what they are, um, she'll uh, accept it and loves him forever and whatever, whatever. But Koichi like one-ups her. <laughs> But again, this is Yukako just being a bad. Like, if you're gonna be the wear the pants and be the dom, you should not just force the responsibility. Uh, she's just bad at this. Yeah. Look, yeah, she should have she gone for the fun thing. Like, she had the chance to change her eye color to something fun. Yeah. She yeah. could have had a heterochromium and, like, super. Oh, yeah. If she had just torn the faces in half. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, 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 but yeah, Victor, I'm sorry, you're right. Koichi ones up at her by becoming the ultra simp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I hate this part. I hate this part. How are you going to blind him? I, it's a sweet idea that he's like, no, I know you're not. You, I, I know you're saying that, Yukako, that you'd be happy, but I know that's not true. So to make you happy, I'll go blind. <laughs> If you ch- if I choose wrong, I will make I will make Cinderella blind me, because me never being able to see again is much less painful than you having a slightly ugly face. Like, dude, you're going too. F- you've gone all in on this girl who has literally kidnapped you and tied you to an electric chair. <laughs> Did I guess you didn't hear that she started off this day by roofing you? <laughs> making you make bad decisions god there's just so much wrong with this episode <laughs> Somehow it's, I'm still it's a lot you, you know I'm what chief among really the fact it. that we didn't get chase and uh, uh, fucking the uh, the ending either like we we, we cut both Ch- of those to get more problematic yukako content in <laughs> we here. could not cut a single goddamn minute from this episode <laughs> that's how important it is like, look, literally look how long chi- this podcast episode is going to be. This is so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I was like, oh, true love. I couldn't stand in the way of this. Yukako, you've really landed up the perfect simp. And who am I to stand in the way? <laughs> so Damn she's girl, like, there's no helping him. She's Just like, take Koichi, him already. You, you got it in one. Good for you, Koichi. This is now your face, Yukako. <laughs> How funny would it have been if Koichi just shows us something hideous? Like, this is you, right? And it's like, <laughs> lazy it's eye, one eyebrow. Just. I believe he was trying his best. Like, <laughs> what? Ko- Koichi is a very reliable man. Was was he trying his best to avoid this terrible abusive relationship? I don't think he was. God, it hurts is... so good though. Destined to be a missing person, <laughs> Koichi. <laughs> like <laughs> he's in the perfect town. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome to Mario! Oh, God. And the episode ends on, like, this gorgeous splash of Aya in the background holding Cinderella, Koichi and Yukako looking longingly with Echoes holding a heart between them. Boo. It's cute if it wasn't so fucking upsetting. (laughs) Oh, so Victor, how'd you like the episode? It's just like, I, I like... Yukako as a character, I don't like her being rewarded for being who she is. I don't like the interactions between Aya and Yukako, but I do. I think a lot happens in this episode, and then some of it's really dumb, like the department store bullshit. And then you're you're saying it, you like it, but you know it's problematic. It's sus. It's, 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 it's very sus. <laughs> It's dark and compelling, and you and I wish that it hadn't been presented as if it were a good thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is not a love story, period. Like, I think I would have been totally on board with this had it been darker and not presented as a good thing. Like, if this had just been kind of a dark tragedy, yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, if, if at the end we're getting, like, Phantom of the Opera music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, you know, just thunder crashes outside as the organ plays as Koichi and Yukako share a passionate kiss. We'll be together forever, Koichi. Yukako turns and is holding a knife. Half her face is missing. Aya's ne- dead. She hasn't been there the entire time. <laughs> oh, man. Sing for me, Koichi. so there's like there's a lot of people that will defend yukako to the death that i that i see online and Uh the main and, and the main argument is like well if you like rohan why? Why don't you like Yukako? My, my, my response to that is, I don't like either of these people. They're all terrible. It's a flawed premise. Now, to be fair, on okay. this podcast, one of us has called Yukako the perfect girlfriend. We have no said, idea. Who, who was that? Nobody knows. No one. It could have been me. I have no idea. I did not say those words specifically. I don't remember what I've seen, said in past po- uh, podcast episodes. I don't remember what I've said in this podcast episode. Oh, we remember you saying you liked this episode. Uh, does that mean? Does that sound like me? I don't know. God, we are tearing this episode apart way more than we tore apart the fucking forever episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's because that one was so easy. Like it's just Look. it's just why is there so much child ass in this episode? Araki, what is wrong with you? This is much more insidious. Like nobody's going to be, nobody's going to be This one by tries strength. to sneak one under the radar. It really tries to pull it over because it's right. it's it's packaged like you should like it. Like you should yes. like what's happening. But there's just something lurking underneath the surface when you really scrutinize it, which I didn't when I first watched it, which is why I said it's I liked also it. Also, just much more like a real scenario, right? Like this is this is a, a relationship that everybody knows somebody who's been like 
close to a relationship like this. Not Ooh. specifically all of the crime involved, but the, the emotional abuse. And <laughs> like, just y- y'all are. You should not be with that person still. Come on, it's okay. <laughs> but it's just like strength. Who's nobody's in that situation. Nobody's ever going to be. <laughs> what you've never been on a ghost ship with a horny gorilla. <laughs> Not to my knowledge. I mean, I am. You've never thought it was okay for an orangutan to be horning in on a twelve-year-old? No, nobody's been there. Nobody's going to be there. But but obviously, it's we want to defend Koichi more than more than we do. More than we want to defend Anne. I guess. I don't know. Like, I feel like most parts would be better if we had Anne as a Joe Bro. You're fucking right. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She was willing to fucking throw down versus Captain Dragon, which is more about her character than most. You six foot ten jacked ass Captain Dragon. She pulls out a switchblade versus the fucking Stardust Crusader. (laughs) Like, like, look, she has the the body count in order to be in Morio. (laughs) Her blades taste the blood of 400 people. Uh, man, man, what the fuck was up with Anne? Why was she in Stardust Crusaders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Why did she return after they got rid of her? <laughs> she shows up in a lot of episodes. <laughs> Where's my Anne OVA? <laughs> That's all I want. They just put her on a plane and she finally disappears. We like she just enters and leaves with no explanation. <laughs> God, is she a more episodes than like Iggy? I don't think that's no, quite think correct, so. yeah, but it's close. So. Like I <laughs> more episodes than Caesar. I think she's some more episodes than <laughs> yeah. Dio. <laughs> She definitely has more screen time than Dio before Dio's world. Like that might actually be true. It might be true including Dio's world. God. What are we doing? I, I think we I think we're ending the podcast. Are we? The whole thing. Or, I, the just, whole I just thing. mean completely. We're just gonna like, keep going because this is the I last st- episode ever. I still haven't unpacked how like yeah can we. Koichi X Rohan would also be a terrible pairing. <laughs> yeah, about as equally as terrible. Maybe worse can in we, some ways. Can we agree that the OTP this season is Josuke and Okiyasu? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. They're great, they're sweet boys, and we love them and support them forever. Yes. 100%. Everyone else can rot in hell. No. Uh, yeah. It's me and Remy yeah. and Grant. <laughs> I'll stand with you on that, Joey. Uh, stand. Uh, 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 right. Thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Sam, where we'll be posting sweet, sweet Koichi pictures. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. <laughs> if you have stuck with us this long, thank you. Please go follow us on Twitter at Joestar Allstars. Uh, get your podcast episodes wherever you got this one, presumably iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, joestarallstars.fireside.fm. And if you feel like shooting us whatever falls out of your head, feel free to send it to joestarallstars at gmail.com. Uh, like, subscribe, five stars. We always love hearing from y'all. And every time you recommend it to a friend, maybe we infect another person with this <laughs> this content. Yeah, we love hearing from everyone. We appreciate every message we get. Thank you all. Y'all are great for sticking <laughs> Absolutely. through this Thank nonsense. you so much. We've been feeling a lot of love lately. 
we've been getting mm. a, like a lot of good good fan mail and it's just brightens brightens my day mm-hmm. it's been nice so we hope we brighten y'all's day with this nonsense that we just spewed out <laughs> Joestar All-Stars does not condone abusive relationships please if you're being stalked if you've been kidnapped get help get help run bitch run call the police you deserve better <laughs> wait don't call the police somebody will die um yeah what else don't we condone uh, child abuse freebasing alcohol um, just no, that kid had that kid saying goodbye, that Jojo. Come, come on, Joey. <laughs> We've been doing this for like an hour and a half now. And our suffering. I gotta put something at the end here. I gotta reward our our viewers for sticking with us past the credits. Give them some quality content here. Some quality. <laughs> uh, but no substance. Yeah. Th- th- just like the rest of our podcast. <laughs> no Just quality, no calories. substance. That's the Joe Star All-Stars promise. <laughs> yeah, but I bourbon barrel aged it. <laughs> Bur- <laughs> bourbon barrel aged podcast. <laughs> that makes it better, right, guys? I wonder if that's a I wonder if that's a real podcast. Vamp for like twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunately you, you lose twenty percent of the content when bourbon. <laughs> they call we that call the, that the Angel Podcast. The, angel. the Angels Take Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's the supplementary podcast, The Angels Cut. <laughs> Just piece together all the cut content. Oh. I don't see one, so we could do it if we really... I don't what, know. Care. What would the a, podcast be about? No, bourbon, no. bourbon. Why can't I say bourbon? Burble, I, bourbon, <laughs> bourbon barrel aging. Like, what? What is that podcast about? It's a 10-minute weekly <laughs> podcast where you just review a bourbon barrel-aged craft beer every week. God. It all tastes... It just tastes like bourbon. <laughs> it just tastes like bourbon. That's it. No, That's it's the podcast. Yep. It's a 10-second yep. podcast. Right? Sure tastes like bourbon. Sure tastes like bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> like, there. I've done the podcast. <laughs> You're right. We've done the podcast. I, I have a strange all. bone to pick. I don't... <laughs> Thank you all for watching. This is for Joestar All-Stars. Signing out for all of you Stan Rufy nerds out there. Uh. Say goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Anytime I need to see a face, I just close my eyes And I am taken to a place where your crest don't mind I'm a gentle feeling, take a shelter in the face of my spine Straight like a chicken cherry cola Did I say I like this episode? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did we're here, we're here to convince you otherwise I watched this like two weeks ago Just cut it out <laughs> Just leave me alone what, Cut out the entire episode? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just edit me out of the episode Perfect, okay <laughs>